the last word on business on Today FM. Let's get the business news with Lorcan Allen from the Business Post. Lorcan, we had figures out from the Central Statistics Office today on unemployment and it's heading up again. Should we be worried about this? Yeah, that's right, Ian. As you say, some new figures released by the CSO today show a slight uptick in the unemployment rate to 4.8% for the month of October, which is a marginal increase on the September unemployment level of 4.7%. Uh, while it's still at very low levels historically, the unemployment rate has been slowly ticking up over the last year since they hit record. it hit record lows of just over 4% um, earlier in the year. The big question is, as you say, are these marginal increases in the unemployment rate over recent months something we should be worried about? The answer is probably not just quite yet. Uh, Anything below 5% unemployment is generally considered to be the country is at full employment levels. Yet there's no doubt that higher interest rates are now starting to have an impact on a lot of firms. Corporate insolvency numbers are rising. The economy is slowing and many companies are being forced to make decisions in saying all of that, the Irish economy has shown a lot of resilience over the past three years, and there's still a lot of employment opportunities out there. Uh, indeed, the employment, online employment website said that job postings on its Irish website are more than 25% ahead of pre-pandemic levels, which is very strong, and, and that Irish wages continue to increase, and they're up more than 4% on average in the last year. Uh, the company said those wage increases are likely driven by the fact that many companies are still actually struggling to hire staff, even though we're seeing a slight uptick in the unemployment. So, so there is a lot of positives still in the Irish economy, and the recent uptick in the un- unemployment number is nothing to be too worried about. Do we know now. where the, these jobs are being lost? Because we would have talked uh, earlier on this year that the technology sector is losing a couple of hundred jobs in some of the big multinationals. So is it limited to technology or is it happening across the board? I think it's broad based. You're seeing certain sectors are obviously impacted. Technology, um, there was obviously a lot of at the start of the year where there was a lot of tech layoffs and that has softened since. But you're seeing other sectors that are under pressure at the minute now, like um, retail and hospitality are under pressure and also construction. There's quite a significant number of insolvencies in the construction area, which is obviously leading to drop numbers. So there are other areas of the economy that are showing softness. Um, but but overall, there's still a lot of other sectors looking to get work uh, and hire people. A couple of years ago, Heineken launched a new stout for the Irish market. It was called Ireland's Island's Edge, I beg your pardon. What's happened to it? Yes, in a really interesting story in the Irish Times this morning, uh, that Heineken has axed its Island's Edge stout after a multi-million euro marketing campaign failed to tempt drinkers away from Guinness, which of course is, is the dominant uh, brand here. The Dutch drinks giant refused to comment on the story, but the paper spoke to quite a number of publicans that confirmed it had ceased selling the product because there was so little demand from Irish consumers. Heineken, as you say, originally launched its Island's Edge stout in the middle of 2021 with a multi-million euro investment in marketing and advertising, and it had set itself the ambitious target of capturing 10% of the Irish stout market, which is um, which is dominated by Guinness, the brand owned by, by British drinks giant uh, Diageo. However, it's believed the company spent close to €20 million Euros marketing the product to younger drinkers between 18 and 35, but it failed to make any sort of dent in the market. And according to the Irish Times, Irish publicans simply stopped ordering uh, the product from Heineken as there was so little or no demand for the product. Um, Heineken now, it already owns Beamish and Murphy's stout brand, so it's not as if it has zero presence in the stout market, but it is an embarrassing climb down for the Dutch company to have to axe a new challenger brand so soon after launching it.
For years, there was only one supermarket company that published its results, and that was Aldi. Now, lots of the others do it as well. Aldi have come out with their financial results for last year, showing how much profit did they make? Did they make? Yeah, as you say, Aldi, the German discount supermarket, its profits uh, stood at about 17 million euros last year. But interestingly, their profits were half of what they were the year before because of rising operating costs, such as higher food prices from from producers, staff wages were higher, and also energy bills, which ate into their their profit margins. Uh, The German discounter reported record sales in its Irish business of more than 2 billion euros because of food inflation with higher food prices and a slight increase in its market share here in Ireland. But its focus on low prices, Ali has always run a very, very tight business in Ireland and it typically operates off a 2% profit margin, so there's very little fat there. And the accounts show that for last year, the, the increase in costs actually saw its profit margin shrink to less than 1%, so which is very, very tight for any business. Um, Niall O'Connor, the group managing director of Aldi Ireland, said the supermarket was hit by a significant increase in day-to-day operating costs last year, uh, which negatively impacted on its profitability. Uh, and he said as well, worryingly for consumers, that food price inflation remains stubbornly high uh, because of the, the disruptions in supply chains and the impact of war in Ukraine is having on food commodity prices. There's been a couple of drugs launched in the last few years to tackle obesity, to help diabetes, and they are called Wegovi, Ozempec and Monjaro. And the two companies behind them, Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk, had results out today. How are sales doing? Incredibly well, Ian, to put it short. Um, As you say, two of the leading companies in the race to dominate this new market uh, of this weight loss drugs market posted bumper profits today and said they can barely keep up with demand for these new wonder drugs. Uh, Novo Nordisk, the Danish pharma giant, announced this morning that sales of its Wagovi weight loss drugs soared 36% in the first nine months of this year to $22 billion as consumer demand for the drug continues to soar. Uh, Novo Nordisk said it expects demand for Wigovi weight loss drugs will continue to outstrip demand over the coming years, despite it ramping up manufacturing capacity over over the last year. Um, But as you say, Novo doesn't have the market all to itself. Eli Lilly, the US drug making giant, recently launched a new diabetes drug called Manjaro, which in initial studies suggests is even more effective at helping patients lose weight. Uh, Eli Lilly beat analyst forecast today with a a 37% surge in third quarter sales to 9.5 billion euros billion dollars and that was mostly driven by Monjaro uh, demand for its Monjaro drug so investor investors are betting heavily that both Novo Nordisk and Eli Lilly have stolen a march on the rest of the pharma industry and that these drugs are going to help them dominate the weight loss uh, drugs market they could which be the to- biggest selling drugs of all time Lorcan Allen from the Business Post thank you very much for joining us The Last Word with Matt Cooper weekdays from 4.30 Today.